Hello, and welcome to Still Buffering, a cross-generational guide to the culture that made us. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. It's just going strong. It just flows now. Just flows. Just comes right out. There you go. Nothing to worry about. Uh, I... uh, this is great. You're eating some blueberries right before our podcast. I got my guava tea again. That's good. Mm-hmm. It's gone. It was very good. Um, I ate a whole box of... Well, a box is a misleading term. I ate a whole small plastic container of blueberries mm-hmm. <laughs> as my lunch slash breakfast. Um, college is hard. <laughs> <laughs> it requires many blueberries, college does. <laughs> I... I didn't have class, but I tried to wake up and work out and, and all that stuff. Thought I'd have time to, to shower and get food before I came here, and I did not. So I just put on clothes, unshowered, on my sweaty body, unclean, and grabbed blueberries. Ew. That was all I had to eat. So that's the current state I'm in. Well, <laughs> just wanted to make sure everyone knew that's uh, where I'm at. See you. T- mm, you should have. You should have thought that through, because you could have eaten your blueberries in the shower, and like two birds, one stone. I don't like that yeah, phrase. I didn't done two things that. at once. Yeah. Yeah. Did uh, Did you all have exciting weekends? Uh, no, I, I worked. Forgot it was a weekend. Yeah. Um, I I, I did get did to not. see you, Tay. That was pretty exciting. Oh, that's right. I worked right <laughs> after Sydney. That. Did you have an exciting weekend? I did. What'd you do? I got to see Tay. What else did you do? Is that that the most exciting part about it? Mm -hmm. Yes, we had had brunch together at your restaurant and it was great. Yeah, that Mm -hmm. was definitely the most exciting thing that happened to you that weekend. (laughs) That was my favorite part. Uh, Also, on a less exciting note, I did talk with Paul Rudd. (laughs) Yeah, all right. That's fine. Look, I'm not not Paul Rudd. That's okay. I get it. I, I accept that. I was uh, holding auditions for summer theater this weekend as I'm directing the children's pre-show. And as I'm sitting in this room that I've been in for going on six hours without eating, I just get a text from Sydney that says, Paul Rudd is as nice as you'd expect him to be. Also, I danced with Vanessa Hudgens last night. And I've never felt so many emotions all at once upon receiving a text. I should be clear. I danced in proximity. It was kind of like a group dance floor situation. But Vanessa Hudgens was there. She was present. Uh, no, it was. it's such a I relief. I can't believe you didn't say anything to her for me. High School Musical, Sydney. All right, that's it. Was that what I should have said? <laughs> High School Musical. I've always loved her. My, I, I'm bringing you a very important message from my little sister, who's a big fan. Uh, she says, High School Musical. <laughs> <laughs> it's all you had to say. She I, had just uh, broken up with her boyfriend of nine years, Sydney. You could have offered her some, some support. I, that doesn't seem like a thing a stranger should say to you. <laughs> you know what? When you're just trying to have a good evening, and it's like, hi, I heard that you broke up with (laughs) that's a terrible approach to a conversation no i just it's such a relief when when you're you know when you watched clueless as many times as i did and loved paul rudd for so many years to meet him and he's a genuinely nice person we talked about growing up in a small town Mm -hmm. it was very nice Mm -hmm. it's just nice it's nice when people it was lovely no it's nice when people are as nice as you hope they're which he's friends with lynn so of course he's nice yeah because you know but i like that you've gotten to the point in your friendship with lynn manuel miranda that when you go to his birthday party it's not the big deal that you got to see him and hang out with him it's all the famous people that he is friends with that are the big deal no he's always the big deal Mm -hmm. but i should i'm i should not be shocked that he is he is friends with other yeah genuinely nice people because he's a genuinely nice person yeah and uh stacy london gave me fashion advice that's all you've ever wanted. That's all I, I have wanted Stacey London to rescue me. Can, can <laughs> Did you say, so can we go on a shopping spree right now? <laughs> Please help me. We're Stacey in New York. Can, can, you tell, can you tell us what, uh, what was her advice? How did she feel about what you were wearing? She critiqued me. Uh, she oh. told me she would not have chosen those shoes. Oh, no. <laughs> you know who else said they would not have chosen those shoes? Mom. Mom. I know. Well, well the dress was, it was like... Uh, maroonish i don't know what color that was and navy mm-hmm. and mom said i should be wearing black shoes and i was like but the dress has navy so i thought i had to wear the brown boots but they were very light brown 
I don't know. But Stacy Landed agreed. Mm-hmm. I should have gone with black shoes. But she did say that she was very happy that I found my waist. That's good. I'm glad you found your waist. I too. found my waist. I'm really proud of you. <laughs> Is that hard? It's it's right there. Apparently, it's a problem for people. No, I remember that from watching What Not to Wear. I watched so much What Not to Wear because of you. Uh, People not knowing where their waist is. You think it's like a different place and your real waist is? Everybody always thinks it's lower than it Mm -hmm. is. Your waist is higher than you think it is. Uh, But I found it. She was proud of me. Like a search. So my life is complete. Treasure hunt. (laughs) That's all I needed. Uh, Um, You met Regina Spector. Yes. She also genuine nice uh, when I told her that I loved her music which has to have been the how many millionth time yeah. a human has said that to her she acted genuinely like touched that's the first time anyone's ever said that to i me. know and it's like uh certainly i am not the first person tonight to even yeah <laughs> talk about how talented and amazing you are yeah yeah but i think if if you've gotten to the point or you've let your head get big enough that somebody genuinely compliments the thing that you've devoted your life to and you're like do you know how many people have told me that like <laughs> okay like, I think that's, never mind I think it should always make you stop and go wow cool someone loves what I do and if that doesn't happen then you might be a butthead yeah that's true that's true just very kind sweet people celebrities they're just like us mm-hmm. <laughs> except except not really because there are a lot of like you know, regular people who are kind of mean. That's so, <laughs> so you know, it all bounces out, really. Yeah. So there are also some celebrities who are just genuinely kind, nice people. Mm-hmm. So that's the moral of my weekend. The this most, has been <laughs> the most important person I hung out with all weekend was Taylor. Well, your favorite, her, your favorite celebrity. My favorite celebrity. Yeah. It, Taylor Smurl for her birthday. It was it was very nice. They, they, Got to come to to brunch at my restaurant before I had to mm-hmm. work brunch at my restaurant, <laughs> and we and then we almost got trapped in New York by a snowstorm, I but we know. made it out. I was, but you just made it home. I was hoping that snow would let me keep you for a few more days, but alas. <laughs> and it, I'll be in New York in like six weeks. Ooh, we're all going to New York. That's true, actually. Slowly but surely, I'll let Paul Rudd know you're coming. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Riley, do you want to talk about something that you've brought this week? Do you want to do a thing? Do you want to do the thing? Do I want to do the podcast? Do, the, do you want? <laughs> I would very much like to do the podcast. Actually, okay. Um, you got to get to class. I got to get to class. I got Spanish class in a few hours. Wait, um, wait. I was. I thought the point of this podcast was Paul Rudd. He's just like us, is it not? Because I was down with it. <laughs> That's a Paul good Rudd. Too. <laughs> Let's talk about all the ways in which Paul Rudd is just like us. Um, nice. <laughs> Uh, from a small town. Mm-hmm. What else you got? I don't have anything. Okay. Else. I don't. Know. <laughs> Even after that, Is, like, does he eat any food? Does he, does he eat food like, like people eat food? It's like, uh, I'm eat? sure he must have been eating. There were so many delicious things being passed around. What kind of trays. food was there? It was like, um, like tapas, like little hors d'oeuvres on trays uh-huh. that were passed around. There was a giant paella. And wow. That sounds delicious. uh, It was very, yeah. Wow. Anyway. Um, We're talking about Paul Rudd. (laughs) We're talking about Nikki Tutorials, who is a beauty YouTuber that I've been watching for years. She is like the one beauty YouTuber I have maintained like, like, I almost had a relationship with. Uh Um, I often will like find beauty YouTubers on YouTube that I like and watch a few videos, but then never really go back to them. But she is the one that I have watched consistently for years. Like if I need something to turn on while I'm getting in bed, something relaxing to watch. If I want to watch something while I'm doing my makeup, if I genuinely want to learn how to do makeup better, like anything I could want to watch for any sort of mood. I'm always like, well, that seems like a good good choice let's see what video she's got she's got going on um so yeah i want to I talk about her well that was that's you're here i've presented her in preparation for this episode i have uh done my best to familiarize myself mm-hmm. with nikki mm-hmm. of nikki tutorials because i had never heard of her yeah or and then this is no slight i don't watch many youtube videos well, yeah. that aren't um my, baby shark yeah for my children <laughs> <laughs> that 
that aren't people opening LOLs. Yeah. Or Ryan. Yeah. Uh, that those are the um, only YouTubes I'm familiar with. What we yeah. call weird videos. Yeah. Uh, so I I watched a bunch, so mm-hmm. I would know. That's good. What I was talking about. I learned that I know nothing about makeup. <laughs> Surprising. No one. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first thing that I learned. Um, so Nikki has been in the news. Yeah, the news a lot recently um, because she posted a video called I'm Coming Out. And it was her saying that she was assigned male at birth and is transgender. And that is something that she has never shared with anyone based on the video except for you know her close family her mom um her fiance her close friends Mm -hmm. but she shared with her followers and her subscribers for the first time ever that she is transgender and the reason she had to do so was very horrible she said in the video that she was blackmailed into doing so which is awful and something that no one should ever have to experience you know being forced to share something that is a part of them that doesn't really belong to anyone else but from what I've seen, the response has been nothing but supportive and caring and, you know, she has a good, a good fan base. I would, I would hope, but I yeah. don't, obviously I don't know. Yeah. You know, but the response has been good. Yeah. From, has- from what I have seen in my very small view of the internet. Yeah. Obviously I don't see all, um, I thought the video that was the first one I watched, yes. which is a that was like probably I should have probably gone back or something. I don't know if that was the right order. Well, but I started with that video. Yeah, and um, I thought it was a really beautiful video. Not yes. knowing her or mm-hmm. having any sort of personal relation. Not, not that not that watching YouTube videos is a personal relationship, but you know what it I feels mean. Like, like it, is. it was the yeah. first time that I had watched one of her videos. Yeah. I thought it was a very lovely video, very honest. Yeah, it felt very raw and real Mm -hmm. and true and a very kind of i don't know it was it was it was beautiful i don't think you had to be familiar with her prior work to appreciate that video yeah i cried while watching it (laughs) um i i think it was it's very eye-opening when you think about it because she shared in the video that she started on um hormone therapy and things like that treatments um when she was 11 years old something like that very young 14 something 14 14 i think 14 um and that was when she also started doing youtube videos and has been consistently on youtube the entire time since then and now Mm -hmm. that's been over a decade that she's been on youtube and she mentioned in the video that you know all of the transitional procedures and treatments that she had take place all happened while she was on youtube Mm -hmm. and she never shared that with anyone it i mean i've been watching her videos for probably close to a decade now and i had no idea but uh, i mean the way she said it was that's not the point of what she does she doesn't Mm -hmm. want anyone to make her identity that's hers and belongs to her that doesn't change who she is or change what she does what she does is her makeup and that's what she cares about and that's her passion and she wants her channel to be about that and I, I think that's very lovely mm-hmm. and inspiring. Yeah. I, I, I totally like, I thought I, I really um, I- admire that about her because I, I kind I, I relate to that. I feel like sometimes, you mm-hmm. know, it's, you know, I have friends where like, you know, they're cartoonists and they, a lot of their work is about their, their queerness and identity and I love their stuff. But for me, mm-hmm. that's just not, it's just not what I want to do. Like, yeah. there's, that's a, there's a part of me, but there's so much more to me. And there's so much, my interest lies so far away from that in what I want my work to be about. And it's like, I just, you know, that's from the very beginning, her first video, she wanted to show people how she does makeup and that's what she's done. Mm-hmm. And, you know, her, her gender identity or anything about her sexuality has nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. Right. But I do think, I mean, I, I agree completely. And I think, you know, the hard thing is it is her right to never have to say anything other yeah. than that. I mean, like she, she never, she, she, it, she does not have like an obligation to share right. anything else um, beyond the art that she puts out yeah. there, what she does and what she wants to, to say and do. That's it. Nobody, mm-hmm. nobody's obligated to tell anybody anything else, especially anything personal or yeah. intimate about themselves. Um, so it's terrible that she was put in a position where 
she felt like she had no other choice yeah. and that it wasn't on it wasn't the timing wasn't on her terms right. mm-hmm. but the the coming out the actual her words what she chose to say and 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 that was her platform yeah. and those were her words um and i i do think that every time somebody stands up and says who they are and is honest about themselves i think that and she talks about that in the video that that it is more likely that someone watching will feel that they can be honest mm-hmm. and be who they are so i th- i thought that was a very beautiful thing that yeah. through that traumatic kind of experience that mm-hmm. she was going through of being blackmailed she was able to find the beauty of you know i'm just getting tired of thinking about crying? it <laughs> holy shit yeah, don't give me a hard time i looked over i was like oh no her eyes <laughs> well i mean because she she realized that it was very like you know what this i hate this sucks it's not fair it's not right it, you, mm-hmm. i hate the term silver lining yeah because yeah. not everything has a silver lining. And we look so hard for silver linings when sometimes there just isn't one. Yeah. Um, but she was able to say, this sucks. It's not fair. It's not right. But if someone watching says, I want to be honest about who I am mm-hmm. and I'm ready to say that out loud and I'm ready to tell other people or I'm just ready to tell myself, mm-hmm. like, right. that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. But I do think it, it, it raises that important point which you touched on, which is that you don't. I, I think that there's pressure. I, I, I feel like, you know, some people put it on themselves. Sometimes the community puts it on people that belong to it. Like you have to, it's almost like, like, like NAA where you have to go around and tell everybody, hello, I'm an alcoholic. It's like, mm-hmm. I, I when she was talking about how she shares her truth with the people she loves and she trusts, and that's her choice. And I think that's really important to know that mm-hmm. you you don't have to tell, you don't have to tell everybody. You don't, You don't like deny your identity if you haven't gone up to everybody including people that you know are going to be nasty or negative about it and told them like that is your truth and it's it's part of you and you can share it with as Mm -hmm. many or as few people as you choose to that doesn't invalidate your existence Mm -hmm. yeah and especially if you're talking about in this example sharing it with the world on youtube you know i mean even more so yeah that's much bigger than the than coming out would be for most people who don't right. have that kind of audience you know yeah i mean imagine being a young teenager and going through something that is a, a big transformation into who she always know always knew who she was and having to share that with thousands of people that will never meet you in real life and don't really know you i i would understand not wanting to make that on, or put that on social media, and make especially that public. F- from a very like pragmatic standpoint. She's made a career, right. yeah. You know, do, doing makeup tutorials, yeah. doing doing what you know she was her her skill, like sharing her talent and her skill with yeah. everyone. And she's that is her career. I'm yeah. assuming that's how she pays yeah. the bills. That's that's her job. <laughs> that would be my guess. Yeah. And uh, to know that there's to have that voice that goes, will this threaten it? Right. Could could being honest put that in jeopardy that's very scary because then one again very practically how how do you live and then two i love doing this thing and sharing it with people and i might not be able to share my art with people so all the money and and logical things aside just the the very like i have this creative ability right i love showing people how to do this stuff and maybe this piece of information could cause people not to listen that's Mm -hmm. got to be really hard yeah of course, I don't think it has. I think people are still right. Although that was her most was that her most recent video? Yes, yes. I think yes. Um, if I, unless I've missed one, no, I, then yes, that is her most recent video. Um, there have been, and that kind of that kind of touches on what you were just talking about. She had a um, makeup line deal with a brand of makeup called Too Faced, mm-hmm. where you know they're they're already it's not her own brand. She did a collaboration with them, made some some products. Um, and she was very vocal afterwards about, well, later, um, about how poorly she was paid for it, basically, Mm -hmm. that she wasn't compensated very well for all the actual, like, creative effort she put into it, that the deal she got based off of how much she would get off of every unit sold was not very much, and she really, you know, was treated poorly just as a collaborator on this project, and after she, um, posted her coming out video, 
one of the uh, the owner's sister who works for the makeup company changed her this is the first time i've ever seen anyone use this form of of insult changed her instagram bio like her bio on instagram to say transgender huh that's not the only thing she's been lying about and was soon after fired from the company and now no longer has any association with them um wow but i mean can you imagine i know it changed her instagram bio which is like why why would you obviously doesn't know how social media works but it's an awful thing to say about someone i think referencing her identity and also what she had said about the company after working with them but i mean could you imagine if that was part of nikki's identity years ago yeah and that sort of you know unconscious or very deliberate Mm -hmm. bias and prejudice was present in people she was trying to work with Mm -hmm. i i could totally understand that fear of your identity and who you are coming and interfering with just your passion i can't believe somebody would do that right but yeah that's the uh the company many levels yeah there's so much to unpack there like that's awful that's terrible i'm that's good that they did the right thing letting her go you know it is nice when the trash takes itself out (laughs) yeah 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 i mean mean, part of me is like well you know you showed you showed everyone that you're an awful person and you're horrible and you don't deserve a job in this industry so it's i'm glad you have been fired but then you get to like the next level where like why would you do that yeah like how did you not even if even if you have those awful thoughts and feelings about people like why did you say that and then the third is so there's a bio on instagram that's the third question i have do i have one yes i mean i have you written anything in it that's a good question i don't when the show's over will you show me how to get to it it's just like your (laughs) you don't have a bio it's just like your twitter one sydney (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's just your name (laughs) that that is a really bizarre place to to hide an insult or it's just a that's like i'm just gonna make my aim away message uh uh, <laughs> that's basically what she's done yeah um okay so it's like a twitter bio yeah it's your twitter bio i have that you have that but your instagram was just your name and then that weird awkward selfie you took in mom and dad's living room <laughs> <laughs> i'll change my instagram bio to say the same thing as my twitter bio that's good that's good that's you what know, mine is it's nice if they're they're the same yeah they're yeah. the same <laughs> um i want to talk more about nikki's videos but yes before we do that usually do this part let's check the group message <laughs> i do i you totally you switch the the order we're changing everything up for 2020 yep it's all new yep uh you're gonna start us off i am actually i want to tell you all about native um we've talked about native before because they create simple safe effective products products that people use in the bathroom every day Their products are created with trusted ingredients, and if you still aren't convinced, you can check out the 9,000 five-star reviews from their customers. So, Native makes deodorant, and we've all used Native deodorant. I have used Native deodorant for years now, if not years, many, many months. Mm -hmm. Um, I love Native deodorant. It smells great. makes my pits, I'm going to use the word pits in 2020, makes my pits smell delicious, like Like coconut and Yes, like coconut and vanilla. <laughs> That's um, my favorite. That's a coconut anything really yeah. gets me, but yeah, the yeah. coconut vanilla is very like beachy and, and summery, even you in these cold winter. Make months. your pits smell like the beach. Yes, they do okay. in a weird way. Yeah, um, and their formula contains simple ingredients like tapioca starch and coconut oil, so you know everything that's in your deodorant. It comes in a wide variety of enticing scents for all people, plus limited edition seasonal scents. Hmm. And they have an unscented formula and baking soda-free formulas for those with sensitivities if you need something easier on your underarms. So, Sydney, if our listeners want to check out Native, what should they do? Well, for 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use buffering during checkout. That's nativedeodorant.com and code buffering for 20% off your first purchase. So go get some BT pits. Uh-huh. All right, Tay. You've you, this is all you. We all got a you. jumbotron this week. Yeah. 
Yeah. You are specifically named in this jumbotron, so I, I think I think we just got to turn it all over all to right, you. Yep. Great. Well, uh, I I have this jumbotron for uh, it, my wife Sarah. Only not my wife. What? Not my wife. It says my wife. Sarah. Congratulations! Uh, Congratulations! I don't have a wife named Sarah. Uh, it's it's from your husband Joe, but not your. Not neither either of yours husbands. No, I don't have a husband. Oh, this is Joe. confusing. Jeez, Joe, I'm trying to read your message directly. Uh, <laughs> this is from Joe, from Joe to Sarah. They are married. That's what it is. <laughs> Got it. We have the relationship. The names down. Go. Yes. Uh, all right. It's what's the event? It says, it says happy birthday. To my beautiful wife from the Smackeroy sisters on behalf of your husband. You got me listening to this family, but I bet I can get Taylor to say butts for you. Happy birthday, my dear. Butts, butts, butts for you, Sarah. Uh, <laughs> not just butts, but butts for you. Yes. Butts for you. Uh, I hope you have a wonderful birthday. I actually hope there aren't too many butts in your birthday. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Happy birthday. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. I think it's the 26th. Sixth. Yes. So we're a few actual, days early. So this is an early birthday message, uh, Sarah, but you can cash it in. You can hold on to it and then cash it in on the 26th. Cash in on those butts. Yeah. On all those butts Ooh. from directly from Taylor yes. to you. Yes. Uh, so we should, let's talk about some of the Nikki tutorial videos because as yes. she said, she wanted her, her life and, you know, to be... About, about her art about her art so and, we're gonna talk about her art put in the forefront so let's um, talk about it yeah so i i've been watching like i said her for years but i find it so inspiring and so cool that she has so many videos with such big celebrities doing their makeup and talking to them and just being like a, a close personal friend that's helpful for me as someone who is uh kind of not um, I thought you were going to say a celebrity. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not a celebrity. Uh, I just occasionally get to meet them and oh. try not to freak out. I, but as someone who is not like in the YouTube world, yeah. like I'm very, I, I never know who the cool YouTubers are. Yeah. Uh, to, I'm, I'm watching these videos and I'm thinking like, so I guess a, a lot of people must watch these. And then Lady Gaga shows up in a video and I'm like, okay, well. So a good amount of people so watch yeah, these. So you're very yes. famous. Yeah. I understand now. Yeah. If you're if you're Gaga famous, yes. you're famous. <laughs> yeah. She's had videos recently with Lady Gaga, with um, Drew Barrymore, um, Kim Kardashian, just so many. We got a Kardashian. We got a Kardashian in there. Um and she does their makeup and talks to them. And, and not only that, but she's done videos where she's just done straight up makeup tutorials that I've watched and tried to follow with little to no success. <laughs> um, she's just so good at it. Like, I, I just. How uh, can I ask a basic question? Yes. How are you supposed to know that the concealer doesn't go on first? I always thought concealer was the first thing you put on. Can I ask why you'd think that? Because it conceals what's underneath. Mm-hmm. But but are you putting on foundation? Well, no. Okay, well then, sure, concealer can go on first because you're not putting anything else on your face. Yeah. But even when I did, because there was a time in my life where I used foundation, uh -huh. I would put on the concealer first. Nope. Mm -hmm. And nope. then, like, under my eyes, because I always have circles under my eyes, and on any zits that I might have, and then I would put uh, foundation over that and then mm -hmm. put powder over that. And then blush and it, lipstick. It's right there in the name. It's foundation. Foundation. It's the foundation of your, your face. Well, yeah. okay. I thought concealer was optional. I didn't no. think you used concealer no. routinely. Oh, concealer's well, not optional. Well, I just assumed that I had such a <laughs> well, close personal relationship with concealer because I always had acne. I mean, that's yeah. just even now I still get zits. They yeah. keep, they tell you, you know, that someday that stops. 36 mm -hmm. it does still hasn't yeah. but uh i just assumed that was why yeah i thought when i turned 18 and become an adult my acne would magically go away not, no that's not true yeah, yeah <laughs> it's real fun when you've got like oh well there's wrinkles here and there's acne here what do you what do you do what you just, just nothing <laughs> help <laughs> yeah i'm in my 30s i give up it's fine this is my face now mm -hmm. yeah um yeah i'm in my gray hair yeah. there and that's <laughs> Did you, it's a great look. Did you watch any videos of hers with Charlie? 
No, I haven't watched because any Charlie, Charlie would love them. Charlie would love the videos. Um, she's done some videos with like using all kids and Claire's makeup, mm. doing a full face. Aww. And I don't understand because the makeup that she gets, like, like the Claire's makeup, especially, it's that kind of makeup that doesn't even really have any color in it. It's just kind of chalk. Mm-hmm. But she is able to create these beautiful looks that look so professional that I could never achieve with the best makeup products. With Claire's makeup. And it's just, I don't get it. I, I understood best the, um I watched some of her super early videos, like mm-hmm. her first video, I went all the way back. Yeah. And those makeup looks make the most sense to me, but I think it's the era. <laughs> I think yeah. it's the timing of those videos. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I understand these makeup looks. Um, mm-hmm. This is about... Although she's still way more talented at me. She knows how to put... I never knew that there were things you did with eyeshadow other than just kind of like rub it across. Oh, you used your finger in that motion. Mm-hmm. You use your finger well, to put I on mean, eyeshadow? No, I used that oh, little... Mm, yeah. You use the one that comes with the palette. <laughs> the little sponge. Yeah. What else would you... I don't have anything else. I don't... I literally don't own any... A brush? I don't have... I mean, there. I have the brush that sometimes comes into the blush that it depending on the although the blush i got have now has like a sponge in it so oh, it's, it's crazy said high-end makeup doesn't even give you a tool it's just it's yeah like, no nah, just you you're you got your own you to buy it mm-hmm. i don't have i don't have those i did buy some of the little cotton circles the discs because I lost <laughs> the cotton disc that came with my powder once. Cotton? Like the, the one-use things? Yeah. yeah. Those are for makeup. Like, I, I'm, I don't do a lot of makeup. I, but I know. That's, that. like for, for, <laughs> that's like for makeup remover. Yeah. Like that's what you put your makeup remover on to take it off your eyes. Well, when I lost my disc from my powder i got those discs and, and i those. and i know what disc you're talking about you're talking about like the little poof yeah and that is nothing like those little thin I dry cotton rounds with like clumps of cotton on your face i mean you're on your way to like a zombie makeup <laughs> tutorial that's an actual yeah. step there <laughs> she does those too does. though well not zombies but i saw a demon one yeah. that was I really like cool her, uh, her hallow halloweeks she does like yeah makeup every day for a week um Actually, there was one video that I saw, and I think she got the idea from another YouTuber, but uh, I really liked hers, where she was putting on her makeup in Haunted Woods <laughs> alone. <laughs> so, like, she had her crew set her up, set herself up and then drive away, and she was in, this, in the woods at night doing a spooky makeup in a spooky forest. I love That's that. That's really funny. Like, this is, I can get down with this. Like, yeah. She, she's, very, um, she's very funny. Mm. Yeah. She's very witty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like her sense of humor and um, I, I can see why not just I mean the, the makeup aside obviously she's very talented yeah. like that's not that I don't think that's revolutionary to say yeah. she's very talented but like it, I enjoyed and I she's, don't it, you know this is weird I don't watch YouTube videos yeah this is a whole like you don't except for Charlie's it was, it was actually hard for me to sit down and do it mm-hmm. because I was like well what am I going to do while I'm I've, I've got to watch these YouTube videos for the show what am I going to do while I'm watching them you and watch you, them what I've never I like don't. TV. I don't. I mean, even TV. I'm always doing yeah. something else. Mm-hmm. I never just sit and watch anything, yeah. unless it's like a movie, maybe. Yeah. But uh, it was weird to like sit and watch, and I did enjoy them. I like it was an enjoyable yeah. experience. I, I like YouTube. <laughs> she. Uh, that's the first time I think I've ever heard you say that. I. Um. There we go. She truly is a sorceress. There have been several videos where she's shown before makeup, like spots on her face or or dark circles or whatever and by the end it's like i don't she's replaced her skin with new skin and Mm -hmm. makes it look so smooth and and even when i use the same foundations and same products that she does i'm like i i don't know i truly don't understand how she does it um but she actually made makeup challenges on youtube very popular Mm -hmm. like um blindfolded makeup or makeup in reverse order there was one i watched recently she did like her makeup in alphabetical order so like whatever product came first in the alphabet she did first which of course was not you know the usual way like you usually wouldn't do blush first and then foundation last but no you do concealer first obviously well um still wrong no there's the spray primer there you go yeah wow Nikki. Not, not to prime is a crime. Yes. Oh my god. I never 
thought I, I'd hear Sydney quote Nikki tutorial. I saw that. That is that's what mm-hmm. she says in almost every video. Yeah. It's true. Not to prime is a crime. I don't own that, but <laughs> I I bet you know it. No. I do not I do not own a primer. No, uh I got uh, so a primer came in some sort of kit I got once for something else. And I remember sitting there looking at that spray bottle going, what in the world do you? I had no idea. Yeah. But anyway. I mean, there are spray I understand primers. now there in are, context. There are like silicone ones. There are all kinds. There, there just was a lot that was going into the base as I was watching yeah. your videos that I did not... I think that's what blows my mind is there's a lot more that goes on there. But I understand it because you can see the artistry that results in the way that like she understands light. Yeah. Yeah. To really understand and do makeup well, you have to understand the way light reflects off of the contours of your face. Yeah. And that is impressive to me. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have to understand like physics. Yeah. (laughs) It's impressive. Yeah. Uh, It's it's certainly not something I can do. Taylor, you probably have a better eye for that yeah. with your artistic well, abilities I mean, that's like I, I i sometimes i i i don't wear a lot of makeup but i watch makeup videos in the background when i'm drawing a lot of the times just because it's kind of pleasant and i can kind of come in mm-hmm. and out of focus on it uh and that's been my major like watching of nikki uh but i do it's a lot of it's just like they're they don't get as much credit as I think makeup artists deserve for the fact that they're painters, they're artists, they're doing it on human mm-hmm. skin, but they're applying contouring and I mean like the color correction they do. A lot of it is the same stuff that when you approach a canvas and you're trying to create, you know, oftentimes in painting, you're creating illusions of depth and of high spaces and of, you know, color of tones of warmth or coldness. Like all this same stuff that you, you kind of learn in like an understanding of how color interacts and like additive color is what you're doing in makeup. And it really, mm-hmm. it's, it's really amazing to, to see it yeah. done. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, she, she is an artist, but she also like makes her canvas. She, she sets it all mm-hmm. up. It's like when Bob Ross does that thing where he puts like the, the white mm-hmm. primer yes, on his yes, canvas. Sir. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, to make all the colors blend better and everything look look better. Oh. It's like that, you? except she's she's doing it all on her, you on her face. You wouldn't put your strokes down on a naked canvas, so all yeah. of that stuff is just like priming your canvas. I get that. Right. That's yeah. good to know. Okay, I didn't know. I mean, I am not going to attempt to paint on a canvas, but that's good to know. <laughs> uh, or on anything I, else. On your face. Never. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I guess I paint on my, I put blush on. That's good. I don't put eyeshadow on because I don't know what I'm doing with it. Yeah. I've learned. Um, one thing I've really been Im- impressed with that I wish I could I could learn more from her, but I can't, is that um, she has a different eye shape than most people. I don't know if you either of you noticed this in any of your videos you watched, but she has very hooded eyes. Mm. So she's changed the way she does her eyeshadow so that when her eyes are open, you can still see all of it. Which is different than like I don't I don't really have hooded eyes, so I can just put eyeshadow on all of my eyelid and whatever they look like closed is pretty much what they look like open. Mm-hmm. But she has to change it so that she's doing it in a way so that even when some of her eyelid is concealed when it's open, it still looks like a complete look. Huh. And it doesn't look like her eyes are hooded. And that is so fascinating to me because she even does her eyeliner differently so that it still looks like one continuous line. Mm-hmm. Even though her eyes are her are is, hooded, is that a cut crease? Is that where you move the where the thing is? Um, she does a lot of cut creases. That's more when you like paint concealer onto the middle part of your eyelid, but leave all of the very well blended like colorful eyeshadow around the outside, and then put like a solid color, like some glitter or something, in the middle. Hmm. So you've got like a solid block of like glitter on the middle of your eyelid, and then you've got all this blended color and like one very even wide around the outside she does a lot of cut creases something again that i cannot i just i also found the eyebrows very impressive she was like drawing on individual yeah brow hairs that was crazy i think that this is i mean she's definitely one of the on the forefront of this but i think it's accredited to a lot of these youtube makeup artists is that like i feel like there was definitely i said maybe you agree with me like when we were coming up it's like what a when you have makeup on, it's supposed to look like you are a flawless natural being, but you can't mm-hmm. you can't read his makeup. It's gotta, 
I, mm-hmm. you know, you got to look natural, but yes. you got to use a thousand products to get there. And if you, you can tell you have makeup mm-hmm. on, then you, you done goofed. And I, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's, I don't know. I feel like it's also kind of just like a, like makeup is fun. Like having like artistry on your face is fun. And like, I think a lot of people, not just women, but people have been allowed to reclaim like having a face of makeup and putting their makeup on and letting it be for them and about them. And it's not going for this, like this beauty standard of perfection and flawlessness that we're just going to try to fake with makeup. It's like, no, no, no. I'm definitely wearing eyelashes. I'm definitely wearing eyeshadow. I'm wearing a lip. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. I like that. She says a lot that she's, um, she uses the word caked for when she's putting on her, her foundation, which for so long was like, uh, offensive like if you told someone oh your makeup looks so cakey like yeah. you mean it looks like too thick and too obvious that it's makeup but she she talks about how much she loves full coverage foundation she wants to look caked mm-hmm. and like she is she has done a full face of makeup and she puts on these super long eyelashes and then puts on diamonds underneath her eyes and it's just like yeah like i want i want people to know that i'm really good at what i do and i want you to know this is makeup because look how good it looks right I, I love that. Well, and that's it's. I think that that message comes through even with just the relatively few number of videos that I watched to how many she has. Mm-hmm. That um, it's it's about you doing it for you because yeah. it's what you want because yeah. it's how you want to look right now and because you feel good about the result right. and it has nothing to do with anyone else telling you how to look or yeah. what you should do or what you know what will be attractive mm-hmm. to someone else. It's it's very much for you. Yeah. Which is a, a wonderful message to share, no matter what you're talking about, makeup or anything right. else, that the, the choices you make need to be the best mm-hmm. for you and, you know, considering your own health and well-being yeah. and happiness and all there, that. That reminds me, there was one video that I saw of hers that I loved, and it was in response to the uh, that it was meme, whatever, going around, like, if you want to really know what a girl looks like, take her swimming on the first date. Because, like, yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Her makeup yeah. will come off when you're when you're swimming. So she did this video, and first she talked yeah. about synchronized swimmers, which wear this crazy, like you know, waterproof makeup. Like synchronized swimmers wear uh-huh. makeup, uh, and so she did this just completely intense, like unblended, bright, outlandish makeup. Uh, supposedly with waterproof makeup, it was a gag, and she sprayed her face down with water at the end, and all you know dripped off crazy. But uh, it was just, uh-huh. it was. I loved it, like that. She was like, "Oh, okay, you want to here? Here you go, waterproof makeup. <laughs> you, you, you can't yeah. touch me." <laughs> yeah. Um, one of her her first, not first, but one of her first big videos that I I saw when I really hadn't watched her that much several years ago was called the power of makeup. Mm -hmm. And she did a whole face, like full makeup, foundation, eyeshadow, all that kind of stuff. And then used a makeup wipe and took off half of her face, like right down the middle so that one half had no makeup at all. And one half was completely done up in makeup. And she talked about it saying like, yeah, obviously this half of my face looks different from this half of my face. And I have more spots on this side of my face and I have longer eyelashes on this side. But the point isn't that I think I look better on this side. It's just that I feel empowered when mm-hmm. I look like myself on this side and recognize this is who I am. But also I'm okay with people seeing this half of my face. And I don't feel like I need to have makeup on, but I love doing this and mm-hmm. I love having this. And it was more so the power of makeup that like, oh, look, you can look like a totally different person and you can like catfish people online because, you know, you look totally different. Like people say that online all the time. Like, mm-hmm oh, you're wearing all that makeup in your pictures. Like, I feel like you look like a different person without makeup on. She wasn't saying that was the the power of makeup. The power is just like, it empowers you to, to be whoever you want to be mm-hmm. and feel confident looking many different ways. I think that's really powerful because little girls grow up watching videos like that and think, I don't need makeup to look like someone wants me to look. Mm-hmm. I can just wear it if I want to because it, it makes me feel... And, and it's fun. I, I think that's reflected. I was watching some of the videos where she goes to people's houses mm-hmm. and like, like it's usually like a friend or a yeah. family member calls and says like, like Nikki to the rescue yeah. or something. And, uh, and will you help whoever with yeah. their makeup? And first of all, it's somebody who wants yeah. to wear makeup. Right. Like, it's not like, oh, you don't wear enough makeup. We're going to get yeah. somebody to come fix that. It's, I would like to know how to do this. I have no idea what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know, someone come help me. And secondly, I felt like the the few that I saw, the looks that she gave them, one, she asked them a bunch of questions about what they wanted. Mm-hmm. 
like what their what their real fears were, concerns, insecurities, that kind of thing. And two, they were looks at those people probably would continue to wear on yeah. a daily basis. She didn't just turn them into right. little hers. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like, let me show you how to do this right. Yeah. It was, oh, you'd like to wear some makeup. Here, let me work with what you want to look like. Mm -hmm. I can help you get there. And also, I'm showing you how to do it. I noticed that she even had uh, one of the girls holding a mirror so that she could look at at what she was doing while she was doing it so that she could reproduce that. Right. Um, Which is really nice because then that's not just like, here's this completely unrealistic standard, you know. That I'll that do you're for never you one time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it makes me think a lot about Charlie, just because I know she's very little and doesn't know how to do makeup in the way that <laughs> no, most people do makeup. I love how she, she wants loves to. her makeup. <laughs> she loves doing makeup, and she she's loves very into just, it. Yeah, she loves just like playing with it and trying different things, and she never just like does the same three things every time she's always doing something different whether like with eyebrows or eyeshadow or lipstick or blush and thinking about charlie growing up watching someone like nikki who tells you like you don't need makeup but i love doing it because it's like an art and it's my passion and if you feel this way then let's do it together like that makes me feel very like excited for her that it's not i've i've watched beauty gurus in the past growing up when i was learning how to do makeup that made me feel like i had to look like them to look beautiful and follow their steps and this is how you'd look pretty enough for people to like you <clears throat> but thinking about charlie watching someone who's more so telling her like just do what you love doing mm-hmm. and and feel confident if you have no makeup on if you have all of the yeah. makeup on like, that makes me feel very optimistic mm-hmm. and inspired yeah. i mean i think that we all get pleasure from engaging with our aesthetic opinions be it our fashion mm-hmm. our hair our makeup um, and obviously if you don't, you don't, that's cool. But I, I love people that encourage people to engage with theirs in particular. It's not that there's one right. It's that yeah. you have those inside of you and you have every right to embrace them and explore them and wear them. Right. Because yeah. whether it's whether it's being said or just it, it is the underlying message, the idea is that beauty means a lot of different mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Beauty is not one thing. And, and that's a really important message to hear uh, when you're younger. Yes. That I mean, because it b- beauty is not one way of wearing your makeup, but that what flows from that is beauty is not one hair color, beauty is not one eye color, beauty is not one skin color, beauty is not one body type, mm-hmm. one shape, one size, beauty is not one gender, beauty is many, many things, and it is, and you define that, and that flows naturally from the way she, the way she does things. Yeah. you know, it's it's like effortless. It's just it's written into the DNA of the shows she does. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yes, uh, but I don't know that I'm eager to let Charlie practice her makeup on me. <laughs> you should. She does. She, oh, I have let her. Yeah. And the it's the eyes. She's really into mm-hmm. eyes a she lot. Is. She does give me a lot of what I kind of think of as Groucho Marx mm-hmm. eyebrows. Mm-hmm. She gives me those a lot. Um, they're, yes, very arched mm-hmm. and very dark and <laughs> very uh, angular. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um she also likes a lot of eyeshadow uh-huh. around yeah. the eye, like off not to the hairline, but not necessarily on it. I don't know what you call that. She Nothing. didn't look like that. <laughs> I look yeah. like Zool. She, she didn't look like that with one of my palettes. And she was like, look, Tay-Tay, I did a rocker girl for you. And it was like, it was very Blade Runner. And I, I liked it. I was about it. <laughs> <laughs> it is. She. It's a very, I always think Zool from yes. Ghostbusters. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's a very like. No Charlie, only Zool. <laughs> Only Zool. But if but if I have to sacrifice my uh, face for her to explore this interest, I will do it. Yeah, I will do it. Yeah, and I'll show her these videos. She would love these videos. She would. And I would be. I feel. I would feel good about showing them to her. Which man? How many things on YouTube can you say that about? Yeah. (laughs) I feel good about showing this to my child. Yeah. I would feel good about that with Nikki tutorials. So. So yeah. Go check so, out her videos. Now I'm gonna want to go watch more. Yeah, even if you don't, and I will say I am not somebody. I don't particularly want to wear a lot more makeup than what I wear. It's just not my interest. But uh, I still enjoyed watching the videos. One, they're super impressive. Like especially like the Halloween stuff. Yeah, that stuff. It's so amazing to me. And two, she's very enjoyable to watch as a personality. Yeah, like she is. She seems like a very cool person to hang out with. Yeah. Uh, I need to talk about what we're gonna do next yeah. week. Yes. What are we gonna do next week? Yes. So it's my pick next week. We're going um, we're going back in time. None of this YouTube stuff. Okay. Back before YouTube existed. 
Uh, and we're going to talk oh about boy. rent. Ooh. Yes. Uh, (laughs) The time is, you knew it had to happen. Uh, Yeah. We're not going to talk about rent. Just like I'm anxiously anticipating Grease 2. I don't know if if Grease 2 is the cultural touchstone that rent is. is, Yeah. Well, this is going to be it. This is going to be a good one, I think. Jonathan Larson's Rent. Uh, you don't if you want to play along at home. Uh, don't watch the movie. Aww. <laughs> I'm gonna do all. I'm gonna watch the recent live nah. version. I'm gonna watch the movie. I'm gonna listen to the soundtrack. You can watch the movie, but yeah, you, there's the recent live version that was also good. You can watch that. You can watch the movie. You can just listen yeah. to the soundtrack. That's probably what I'm gonna do. Just listen to the soundtrack. That's all. That was my only experience with Rent when I first had it as a kid. Yeah. It was just listening and trying to picture in my head what was this like. Well, and then so, you had that one book, that's the it. rent book, yeah. that we could piece it together with. It got passed yeah. around, I think, your entire theater department. Yeah. It did, with us all trying to look at pictures of scenes and yeah. figure out, like, and, like, what the stage, man, I remember the first time I saw a picture of what the stage looked like, and my mind was blown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, anyway, that's that'll do it for us. That's well, it. Well, all right. Uh, thank you, yes. both. Thank you. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Thanks for introducing me to Nikki Tutorials. You're welcome. That was very cool. I'm glad you enjoy her. Yes, I do. Interesting part of YouTube. Um, I like it. Uh, thank you to everyone listening. You can uh, check out MaximumFun.org for a lot of wonderful podcasts that you would enjoy. You can email us. It's still buffering at MaximumFun.org. And you can tweet at us. That's the other thing you can do. Yes. At StillBuff. Yes. Forgot about Twitter for a second. No, you forgot. Oh, it was a beautiful right? five seconds of my life. I forgot about <laughs> Twitter. Like, oh. <laughs> it was the eternal sunshine of the Twitterless mind. Uh, but it's back now, and you can tweet at us if you'd like. Um, and thank you to the novellas for our theme song, Baby Change Your Mind. This has been your cross generational guide to the culture that made us. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I am still buffering. And, and I. I- M two. two. But we're working it out. It's happening. We're getting there. Getting there. Yeah. Am was. Am was. Am. 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 I wham. We're gonna go. We're gonna go upstairs. And you're gonna show me what to do with my concealer stick. Yes. I am. Okay. Two decades ago, Commander Data sacrificed his life. The greatest discovery is also about Star Trek Picard. Jesse Thorne won't let us stay on the network unless we do all the Star Trek series, and so here we are. Doing a show about maybe our favorite Star Trek character of all time. If you're excited to watch the new Star Trek Picard series and you'd like some veteran Star Trek podcasters to watch it along with, we're your guys. Sorry, you're stuck with us. What the hell are you doing out here, Picard? Saving the galaxy? So subscribe to The Greatest Discovery. You can find it anywhere you find podcasts. Or at MaximumFun.org. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.